0: Thanks for stopping by. This is Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from AdVictorium Solutions. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Mike Boyle from AdVictorium Solutions. So all of you Salesforce geeks out there, you are in for a real treat, I'm telling you. Today, we'll be speaking with Christine Marshall, who is a four-time Salesforce certified evangelist from London-based Salesforce Ben, and she also serves as a Salesforce admin group leader, which we will talk a little bit more about very shortly. Plus, Christine has been named a Salesforce MVP in both 2020 and here in 2021, and that's no small feat, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Christine. Been looking forward to this. It's such a pleasure to have you with us
1: today. Hi, Mike. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. We want
0: to just start by, for the benefit of those who may not know, talk a little bit about what Salesforce Ben is and what your role there is.
1: Of course. Well, for those that don't know, Salesforce Ben is the largest community blog about Salesforce, and we publish news, tutorials, study resources, and career advice for those in the ecosystem. So even before I joined the team, I would always consider Salesforce Ben to be my number one resource for Salesforce content, even outside of Salesforce's own blogs and trailhead. And I've been writing for them since 2019, but joined the team properly back in November 2020. And my role is great. It encompasses a lot of things. I still do a lot of writing, which I love. And we've been working on some really exciting content recently about how to write your Salesforce resume and giving people free templates. And that's because we want to make getting a Salesforce job as accessible as possible. So it was a real pleasure to work on that project. And then outside of the writing, I support our guest authors with editing and proofreading, review ideas for new articles. And I also write our Salesforce admin mock exams.
0: Christine, how far does your interest in Salesforce go and how did it lead to your current position at Salesforce, Ben?
1: So I'm a complete accidental admin like so many other admins out there. And I had a lot of jobs before I fell into the role of Salesforce admin. I don't have an IT degree. I don't have an IT background. But in 2014, I was working for a JCB dealership as a sales support manager. And we used a really old CRM tool called Goldmine. And it made it impossible for me to do my job. I couldn't get any data out of it. I couldn't do any reporting. So I suggested to my boss that we should get a new CRM tool. And he agreed, but said that I had to select it, put forward the business case, set it up, and train everyone. And it was an incredible experience. I just fell in love with Salesforce. So when an opportunity came up to take on a role as a full-time Salesforce admin, I jumped at it. And since then, I've had a number of Salesforce admin jobs. But it took me quite a while to discover the Salesforce community. I found community events very intimidating. I felt quite out of place, like I wasn't technical enough until I went to a community event called London's Calling back in 2018, And I saw some absolutely amazing speakers that really educated me on the art of the possible with Salesforce. And I thought I would love to do that for other people. I would love to put on talks that really educated people. So I started to put myself forward and speaking at lots of conferences. And it was at one of those conferences that one of my friends said I should set up a blog. So I created The Everyday Admin back in 2018, and that led to becoming a guest author on other blogs, including Salesforce Ben and Salesforce. And then back in 2019, Salesforce gave me a ticket to go to Dreamforce, which was a huge opportunity. And the Salesforce Ben team offered to take me, and I wrote content about the event for them. And then I've worked with Lucy and Ben ever since and was really thrilled to be invited to join them full-time last year.
0: Well, as someone who is a four times Salesforce certified person, are there tips and strategies that you have for people who are thinking about getting Salesforce certifications for the first time?
1: Absolutely. And I think we have to say that certifications are so hard. The exams are designed to be tricky and really make you think. So prepare, prepare, prepare and prepare some more. So firstly, you need to review the study guide from Salesforce and then hit up Trailhead because there are so many trails and modules designed to help you. But outside of that, there are tons of resources. So it's best to figure out what suits your learning style. Do you want to watch someone in a video format? Do you prefer written content? On Salesforce Ben, we have study guides and practice exams. And there's also some great courses from Focus on Force, Mike Wheeler and Francis Pinder, especially for that very initial Salesforce admin course. I think personally, my worst habit is procrastinating. About doing exams. (laughs) And I put off taking them for months, even years. I've been working on my service cloud consultant exam for 18 months and I keep putting it off and putting it off because I'm scared. I don't want to fail. So, one of the things that I've started to do is just book the exam because at least then I have a goal to work towards. And it's not a race. You know, having certifications can't compensate for a lack of hands-on experience, but they are so worthwhile in teaching you best practice and exposing you to features that you might not come across in your day job.
0: I think we should uh, just let folks know that um, it's very easy to get all the resources um, that you've been speaking about at Salesforce Band. Just go to salesforceband.com. It's That simple. You are personally so entrenched in this Salesforce ecosystem that you lead your own admin user group, the Bristol Salesforce Admin User Group. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: So I like to joke, you know, Salesforce is my day job, but it's also my hobby. My life is just Salesforce, (laughs) Salesforce, Salesforce. And I think that's because it's really snowballed over the past few years. I'm a huge advocate for saying yes to every opportunity, even if it seems really scary. And I think one of the benefits of putting yourself out there in the community, whether that's through talking, blogging, or just generally being active on social media, is that people will think of you when opportunities arise. And that's what happened for me. When the existing leader of the Bristol Admin Group stepped down in 2019, they contacted me to see if I would be interested in taking the group over, and it was a really daunting prospect. I've never run a user group before, but it's been two years now, and I love being able to provide informative and fun user groups, and I think the last year has certainly been very different. We've had to pivot to a virtual format, but it's meant that we've been able to attract a global audience. And we've had some incredible speakers join us from all over the world. So I love it. But I am looking forward to seeing my community in person again soon, hopefully.
0: And um, I will obviously put some um, links, you know, to that and other information that we're talking about here in the podcast, in the notes when we publish this. Salesforce Ben writes very in-depth and informative articles. And, uh, you know, each and every Salesforce release... Has some really, you know, exciting new things for people to discover, people to use that will help them in their day to day use of Salesforce. There was just um, a a release, a a summer release not too long ago, the summer 21 release. Are there any new sales cloud features um, in that release that you'd like to call out?
1: Absolutely. So we've done our usual top 10 release features that's on Salesforce BEM right now for the summer 21 release. And there were two things that I was personally very excited about because I'm a huge fan of reports and dashboards. So one of the things is the ability to inline edit reports. So when you've got a report in front of you and you want to say change the stage of an opportunity, you can do that straight from a report, removing the need to navigate back and forth. So I think that's going to be a huge win for admins and users alike. And then another feature that they introduced was the ability to download a dashboard image to a file. And I think that's great because we have to be realistic that not everything is done in Salesforce. So if you want to take a picture from a dashboard and put it into a PowerPoint, then you can simply download it now and you don't have to use a snipping tool or take screenshots and edit them.
0: As a company that is Salesforce 24-7, 365, you just admitted that a little while ago about yourself personally. How does Salesforce, Ben, see Salesforce evolving in the near future?
1: That's a great question. And it's something that we talk about amongst the team quite frequently. So we think the newest acquisitions will take a front seat over the next few years. Things like Slack, MuleSoft, Tableau. And as a team, we're trying to deepen our understanding of those so that we can keep putting out valuable content about them. So Salesforce has acknowledged that the way we all work has probably changed forever with more and more critical meetings and decisions being made virtually. So I think that makes Slack and the future of Slack incredibly interesting, especially if you consider that Salesforce stated that they're going to rebuild their technology with a Slack-first mindset. So I think we can see some significant changes coming over the next few years.
0: It's interesting that you mention Slack. You folks wrote a great article about a new feature uh, in Slack, which I'm really excited about. It. You're able to schedule your Slack messages now and um, found out about that from Salesforce, Ben, and and got the tips and jumped right on that. So thank you very much for that. Is there anything in the Salesforce world other than the couple of things we just talked about there um, that you think are hot right now?
1: Definitely. And there's two key things for me. And the first is that it's got to be Flow. So I honestly think Flow is going to replace the other declarative automation tools over the next few years. And that's a bit scary for people like me who still find Flow quite tough. But it's a great incentive uh, to get on and start improving your Flow skills right now. And apart from that, I think dynamic page layouts will also be a hot topic for a while because they're going to change the way that we build pages and design the user interface. And that's obviously something that Salesforce is focusing on since they've just released that brand new certification about user interface design. So, you know, the onus is going to be on admins, on consultants, on developers to really build some amazing user interfaces in Salesforce.
0: I know you have some uh, volunteering things that you do that are Salesforce-related. Can you talk a little bit about some of those activities?
1: Yeah, of course. Well, the Salesforce community really helped me when I was first starting out. I used a lot of community resources, and so I've always tried to give back in some way. I used to be very active on the Answers community. And I've done some mentoring via the Supermums program, which I've really enjoyed. And then most recently, I volunteered at Consultancy Dreaming, which was the first community event aimed solely at consultants. So I was supporting the speakers and hosted some really interesting live Q&A sessions with them. And I think, you know, one of the things is it's a great privilege to be a Salesforce MVP. and Part of that responsibility is helping as many people as possible in the ecosystem. And I do get a lot of people reach out to me for advice and support, which I'm really happy to help with. So in my spare time, I do a lot of helping people update their resumes, putting them in touch with other people in the community to find jobs editing their blog articles, not for Salesforce Ben, but for their own blogs or other websites, and just generally answering questions about Salesforce and the ecosystem and trying to make it accessible to everyone.
0: You really are Salesforce 24-7, aren't you?
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Last question I have for you, Christine. If there are any budding Salesforce evangelists out there, how could they become involved with Salesforce Ben?
1: Well, we welcome anyone who wants to collaborate with us to get in touch. And there's a contact us option on the website. We're always keen to connect with people who want to blog, create videos, tutorials, infographics, all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, one of the things that I'd like to say is that we work really closely with our guest authors to support them. So no one should be put off if they haven't written before Or for me, if English isn't your first language, that's not a problem because we're there to hold your hand through the whole process and help you shape your article so that you have something that you're really proud of at the end. And personally, I'd love to see more diversity in the Salesforce ecosystem. So I would especially love to hear from other women who would like to write for Salesforce Ben, but to anyone who's interested, absolutely get in touch.
0: And uh, again, that's uh, salesforceben.com if you'd like some more information about that and all the other things that we talked about Salesforce Ben today. Christine, this has been a blast. Thank you so much. Um, I could talk to you all day long about everything Salesforce. So you are going to have to come back again. I hope that's not a problem.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Mike. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: And as I mentioned, I will put uh, resource links in this podcast's notes so you'll have plenty of resources to check back with. Thanks again, Christine. We'll talk to you again soon. And if this is your first time listening to our podcast and you like what you heard, please make sure you tell your friends and also know that you can follow the podcast on every podcast channel that's out there. Apple, Google, Spotify. Spotify. We're on YouTube, Amazon Music, Pandora, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And remember, you can tell your smart speaker to play the Advictorium Salesforce Simplified Podcast. And lastly, if you are a podcaster and are looking for guests to speak on your podcast about all things Salesforce, MuleSoft, or technology in general, visit the Contact Us page at www.advic.com. And we'll put you in touch with the AdVic team member for your podcast's next episode. I'm Mike Boyle from Advic. Thank you for joining us today for our latest Salesforce Simplified podcast. Our next episode is just around the corner. We're glad you stopped by. You've been listening to Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Advictorium Solutions.